That recording sure did have Nanner sounding a lot like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nanner's got it now. Okay. That's good. I was going to say, otherwise you have to listen to this the whole time. You're not going to record for my... Oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I don't know what causes that. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to hit this button again. Oh, no. See if it sounds bodily. Bottle infusion. Like bottle infusion. Like uh, uh, we're, we're in a bottle. bottle. Yep. <laughs> it did it. It did the thing. Yep. It's doing the That's thing. The bottle buttons. That's fun. <laughs> Can we label? Do you have like white gaffer tape? Label that bottle. <laughs> I don't understand why. <laughs> I need to think through this logically. All right. So why are we here? To talk about the history of fuchsia. Just- Hanging out. When do we want it? (laughs) Dry as dog. So what was already stolen? Cheese and something else? Bull semen? This week? So now 75,000 worth of magic cards has also been stolen? Yeah. I saw that. It's a weird week. Was that that retail price of the cards? Or did they actually open them and figure out how much? I would assume it would be retail price. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, if they did that, they wouldn't. They would have them, and they wouldn't be stolen anymore, mm. would they? I think it's a bunch of the like they stole like a, a, an entire like case, like a, like display, a display case. case of, like, yeah, yeah, so it was probably yeah. like Black Lotus and a bunch of other like random, oh, super oh. expensive old cards. Sure, okay. So it wasn't just like they stole a whole bunch of boxes of boosters out of like a truck. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. It looked they, it was a game store, and it looked like they walked oh. out with like a a display case and some other shit. Oh damn. Yeah. How how many like booster packs worth would be like seventy five thousand dollars? That would depend on the series and stuff <laughs> like that. It'd be hard. It's, it would have to be a really Cur- large quantity. Current T three. What yeah. is T three limited? Well, well like I how forget how the T's these. work. Are you are you opening each one and then selling the rares? You look at the rares and you throw the rest in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get some really expensive stuff. cards because they're mm-hmm. in demand because tournament players and all that jazz. I don't think I could tell you how to play Magic anymore. I, know, I was like, there's mana and like, you tap cards? <laughs> Physically, you just tap <laughs> right on the card. Hearthstone ruined me. <laughs> Gwent. <laughs> I have more experience with Gwent right now than I am with Magic. This is good video game talk. Yeah, yeah. no. Do, do we Doing real good? Do we talk video games often? Every now and then. Every now and then. It's like every year. other Tuesday, maybe something like that. Every other Tuesday, we do talk about video games. No. Oh. Where do we find that stuff? Uh, video games or the talk? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The internet, but where can we find uh, talking about video games that we like? Pretty much any podcast out there, I think. Shut up, Nanners. <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> Shit, wait, no, only ours. Bottled Fuchsia cast. Mm. Bottledfuchsia.com. Or from iTunes. That's what we're doing here. We're at Bottled Fuchsia. We're actually setting up we're planting the seeds of iTunes. I'm gonna try and figure out how to do that. Are we gonna grow an iTunes tree? We're gonna <laughs> grow an iTunes tree. Just yes. shake it and iTunes will fall down. Uh. This is what you get for pressing the Steve Jobs button. <laughs> <laughs>
We're Bottle Fuchsia. Uh, every Tuesday, we are going to put together a Bottled Fuchsia cast that will appear on iTunes at some point in time. Or at BottledFuchsia.com. You can listen to it there if you feel like streaming it. Uh, we create videos, write articles, have archives of streams on BottledFuchsia.com or YouTube.com slash BottledFuchsia. Uh, our Twitch handle is TwitchTV, twitch.tv slash BottledFuchsia. Uh, but on the Bottle Fuchsia cast, we are going to talk about games that we have played and enjoyed, maybe hated from the past two weeks of our lives. Uh, and if we have some time, we will get to news, but usually it ends up being a lot of game talk. <laughs> Occasionally we'll talk about beer, but usually we just drink it. So yeah. that that's where the bottled came from in our name. Mm. There was I, going really, yeah. Oh, the early ones we actually used to talk. Well, you guys used to talk about beer that you were drinking. We have Aaron. Hi, Kay. Hey, Brady. Hey, Nanners. Hello, and I am John. So I hope everybody remembered all of those quick highs because those are the now you have a name with a voice. So ideally, some of our goals here at Bottle Fuchsia, we plan on making shot of fuchsia videos, I guess yeah, we'll call yeah, it yeah. that. Yeah. Um, we want to get on a more consistent schedule, so I would like to see one of those a week out of our group. So we'll Whoa. see if that happens. So you can come back weekly for videos. Uh, ideally, I would like to get a live show every two weeks. We'll see if that happens. I'm talking about my hopes and dreams. And... Uh, <laughs> On our off podcasting week? Yes. When, when yes. you get hired at some other like game journalism company that is not bottled fusion. <laughs> he can he can play this for them and be like, here are all the things I tried to get those jerks yeah. to do. I can get your jerks to do these things. I'm sorry, how many of you have written your your uh, game of the year articles? Hey, some well, of them I've... are more than unicorn sex, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to write paragraphs well, here. More than ten words. So. Mine is getting posted later tonight, Kay. Ooh, so it's exciting. Today That's being January twenty sixth, when I started writing it on January eighth. Hey, we, we did pretty good with with podcasting. Yeah, yeah, we are very. Can go. If you like yeah. the podcast, if you like what you're listening to, we're pretty good with that. What I can't give you a day when it'll show up, but maybe we'll work on that. Because <laughs> as Kay said, she edits this and has a lot of real-life responsibilities beyond this dumb little thing we do. So uh, one of the games I played this week actually came from the Game of the Year podcast. Uh, I played Sybil uh, okay. because I just wanted to know how it felt to be a 15-year-old girl playing an MMO. Yeah, what's that like? Uh, indescribable. Um, I felt like it delivered the experience very well. I no, felt it did, like it a fifteen-year-old girl playing a. No, it really <laughs> was. It like the it was very authentic to like that was my life. Like I very much could have seen myself saying and doing 
like those exact same things in a way. It's just my one gripe about that game is that it felt like it didn't have a message or a moral or something. Like when you get done with a game, you generally get a sense of what that game was, tr- what story it was trying to tell, what purpose it was, what what its message was, what its moral. That game just kind of ends, and it was like, oh. It's that sure a, did happen. Yeah. It's more yeah. of a like piece of life story, right? And I, I, I get that. It just it was, um, I, I not even describe describe the game. So, give the short ten well, second so summary that, of what that, that game is. is of that what is, it is, is a game where I can kind of understand the argument about whether or not that is a game or not, or rather, rather, rather. <laughs> Oh no! As I, I go. roll. <laughs> I rule warriors. And this is their first. She'd rather play high roll. <laughs> Kay's inability to speak her native English. Mm. Um, uh, it's more of an interactive story where you are kind of led by hand through a series of events that you don't really have much of an. Uh, control on the outcome you are just experiencing the game in a mostly linear fashion it i guess the sort of new um genre is a desktop simulator where the game pretends to be a desktop and you click around and you can like open files and you can view photos and, and and files and things on the computer and then you play a game within a game and as you play the game, which is really just clicking, it's just like a clicker game, basically. Um, it gets dialogue, you from point A to point B, basically. Yeah. Uh, dialogue pops up, and you In the form experience... Of like a uh, Skype call. Yeah. And you, uh, and you experience a story between two people. And... I, I just my, like, my one complaint is, like, the, the story just ended super abruptly between the two people and it was like how did he feel how did she feel like what are you supposed to take away from this and it just left me feeling very confused that's life k things just end abruptly (laughs) (laughs) i guess no but i I hear what you're saying like it very much was just it all led to a specific moment it happened and then it was just done. Right. Like had and this this I guess the message you could take away is that it just it's an experience to see what some people are like online. Like that could be the point of it. Yeah. So I maybe another reason I, I felt really angry about it is because it I feel like I think maybe that it was trying to portray the female as like um, a victim in a way of like, not that she was taken advantage of, but like the guy let her on and she gave up her virginity to this guy and, and you know, then the guy just left her abruptly. Do you really but, get that impression? No, like I think it. No. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't at all. So. I feel like that was almost what it was trying to say, but at the same time. No. That yeah, particular yeah. character was definitely inviting it and and mm-hmm. wanting it, and she had blog entries on her computer about how she wanted this to happen, and she was kind of instigating it. But yet, 
I don't know. I just felt like at the end, that's what they were trying to say. And it felt very confusing. Like you can't, like the ending made me feel like she was the victim of something, but yet the whole time she was the instigator. So I don't know. Maybe the, uh, this is kind of stretching it a little bit, but maybe the ending uh, being basically disappointing was supposed to mirror how disappointed she was and how the whole thing kind of played out at the, after the moment said moment happened. Um, again, that's a bit of a reach, but no, and that would make sense, but I don't know. I, I, I agree with you on this. It, it really was just kind of a specific representation of this is a slice of life, a little, little yeah. story that happened and that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. And I don't think it's trying to shift blame one way or the other on either party. I think it's more just kids are dumb. Like yep. they don't. And until you get out and live life, like, but people who well, play, people who play games are more sheltered. Mm-hmm. They but find we, comfort in other people online who are doing the same thing that they're doing, even if it's mindlessly. But so you, you can feel like we have a real relationship because we're on this game and we're talking all the time. And it's not really anything. It's just a comfort thing. Mm-hmm. And then you meet in person. And it's just like this. this isn't really a real thing. It was something that is tied more to a game than I feel for you in person. But that's a weird, like as, as it's a weird thing (laughs) went through that stage of life. I understood that at that time and now being the audience member to that, what am I supposed to, it might not be for you. There might be people who, who, who don't relate more to that character. Well, it sounded like you related fairly to it. I don't know. For me, the most interesting thing was being on the other side of it, being on the from the, the female's point of view. But I don't know. It's something I also am familiar with. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't understand why it got the attention that it did. Mm, this this sounds familiar. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's, that's all I will say. <laughs> we game of the yearing all over again. No, no, no. no, no. I, Podcast one. Yeah. We're going to. We're, do we really want to have no, this no, conversation? No, no, no. no, no, no. I, Podcast short, one. Short. Because when we you when we discuss Sybil, we are immediately putting a fence between people who are going to listen to this and yell very loudly that they agree or yell very loudly that we don't get it and we're all motherfucking assholes. Yep. Then this is the not not the podcast for you. Whatever sells on iTunes, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what did uh, you play this week, John? Wrestling <laughs> things. I did watch the Royal Rumble. That was pretty it, good. It was really good. The Royal Rumble was really good. It was who, really satisfying. Who rumbled the hardest? Triple the Royalist Lee rumbled yeah. the hardest. Who, who yeah. was the most royal? Mm. Jericho. Jericho stayed in there longer than anybody deserved to. Yeah, that's true. I wanted to send a tweet out that like that moment you realize your hair is rooting for AJ Styles because <laughs> I probably need a haircut. And he walked <laughs> out and was just like, oh, shit. I, well, I said when Dolph Ziggler came out, like his hair is prettier than mine. <laughs> he had a really nice French braid going. He's the show off yeah. in many different ways. It's all for you, you know? So that's our sprinkle of wrestling on the future. <laughs> we won't bore <laughs> everyone with that. Uh, in the past week, 
I've played a bunch of Darkest Dungeon. That game's really fucking hard. That's that's the only thing I've heard about that game. <laughs> yeah, that it's wanna... difficult. So, pretty only near it. this or so it is a dungeon crawler game that is also has roguelike elements to it in that you have a town and you can take four travelers and run them through a dungeon. They are probably going to die. Uh, the goal is to get through a dungeon, come back with loot, uh, whether it be make either get to the end or you can just pull them out. You need at least one person to survive. You gain loot. You can level up your town. And that it's roguelike in the sense that your party will die over and over again. The best method that I have found so far in that game is I have a few select characters that I have been trying to level up. Uh, as characters go into a dungeon, they accumulate stress as well as taking damage. So when they come out, they're super stressed out and freaked out. Uh, they might have negative ailments. Uh, they can become paranoid is one of them where they might not trust anything you do. So if you try to heal them, they'll just basically tell you to fuck right off. They don't want your healing. Or if they're poisoned, they won't take the anti-venom poison. Like, random stuff like that. So, I've had one group that I've tried to keep sane and level up, and I'm very cautious with them. And every week, so if you go into a dungeon, come back, that's considered a week. Every week, you get a fresh wagon of new travelers, and I've basically just been creating suicide squads of guys, just sending them down into a dungeon getting them to go as far as they can and pulling them out before they wipe. Because if they wipe in the dungeon, you don't get any gold or items or anything like that. And your ultimate goal is, or at least as far as I can tell at this point, there is a dungeon called the Darkest Dungeon. And you need to get your characters or a specific party to a high enough level to try and venture down into that. But the game is just really really harsh and has lots of mechanics that uh, you have to take food with you you have to take torches with you because depending on how much light you have in the dungeon it's like a risk reward thing if it's really dark your drops have a better chance to drop something really good but the monsters are also super powerful uh, if you keep it really bright you're going to have an easier time in the dungeon but your loot might not be as good so there are and I have basically am still learning about that game and how different parts of it work is sent by sort of bashing my head into it. <laughs> like, I'm not... I could probably go to Reddit. I could go somewhere and read about how specific things work and how specific mechanics work. But I, I kind of enjoy figuring out what's going on in there. Uh, so is it like that one more run kind of a game? Kind of. It is a little bit, your runs can take, you know, up to 20 minutes or so. So it's not a real quick run. Or it could be if you go in, some dungeons are really small, so you might rip through it very quickly. Or your party, you might get wiped out very quickly. Uh, but yeah, it, it does have the, all right, I can do one more run. 
Um, it's fun though. It's bordering on the levels of frustration. I feel like I have so many games like that right now, though. Yeah, that sounds yeah. familiar to like, a lot of I want a Care Bear games. game right now because every <laughs> game I'm playing right now it has like that brutal whatever. Oh, that's that's me finishing Assassin's Creed. That's my nice game. Syndicate. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that's I'm working. casual. Right. I'm. I think I'm close to the end, so I'm running around collecting. I'm mindlessly doing things now, but it's still fun. Like I still enjoy that aspect of that game. Yeah. I finished up uh, Axiom Verge as well. Like, nice. you, you beat it? I beat it. Wow. Tell me where to go next. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> Even uh, with the map, I, I do not fucking know. Uh, I would have to see what items yeah. you have and find out what boss you beat last to tell you where to go. But yeah. It really is like Metroid. <laughs> it, it, is, it is very much like Metroid, except there's not, you know... A different colored tunnel that I or door that I have to shoot. It's mm. hey, I have a grappling hook. Oh shit! I can go anywhere with this grappling hook now. No. I can jump higher. Now I have a grappling hook and I can jump higher. Where can I get to now? It, you're constantly doing that. Gotcha. In that game. So yeah, it's like Super Metroid. <laughs> you're running around thinking of. I remember I saw a ledge somewhere I couldn't get to. Which where one was that? Was that? <laughs> And I actually, for whatever reason, my brain clicked with, like, the music cues more mm. like, when I would get to a specific zone. It, like, rather than the backgrounds or whatever, I'd be like, okay, this was this music was playing when right. I had to find this. Uh, so that's what I've been playing past. Oh, uh, I also played and finished Oxenfree. So what is that? I have uh, no idea what that is yeah. <laughs> until you mentioned it. You just made that up, didn't you? No. Uh, so this game was pitched... Um, it was pitched as... A, more like Until Dawn, where but the teenage conversation is better. And I was like, okay, well, the one part that I didn't like of un- about Until Dawn was it felt a little clunky. Uh, it is a more cartoonish style. It is not really a horror game, but it has elements that will freak you out. Mm. Uh, it's a quick play. We I played it with my wife. We got through it in about five to six hours, I think. We ran around collecting things. Uh, I don't want to say too much about that game, I, but I think it was... It was worth a playthrough. I liked it. Um, and it has sort of the... Your decisions matter going forward as to what will happen to each character and your relationship. You play as Alex, and you and a bunch of teenagers venture out to an island because that's what juniors in high school do. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you basically are going to hang out and get drunk, and then you find a cave. Uh, Naturally, mm. and you have a yeah, hand radio. So far, so the one character tells you to bring a hand radio, and when you go to certain spots, you hear weird things, and that's like the setup for the game. Basically, was that like a like a white noise detector kind of? 
it like the like legend that all of the high school kids they pile rocks where you can hear like strange things on the radio from like radio waves that shouldn't exist. Mm. Oh, that's neat. Okay, yeah, you don't have to spoil it further, but it sounds cool. Yeah, it's a top forties. It's <laughs> it plays more like an adventure game than it does a horror game. Mm-hmm. I will say that uh, it is more sci-fi than horror. Cool. Uh, other than that, I think that sums up my week. I really want to play The Witness. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to that. I know nothing about it. Well, I Puzzles. have not. That's all I know. <laughs> Puzzles, yeah. Puzzles, it looks really pretty, and it um, is a game where it like you break the rules and are encouraged to do so. Um, Jonathan Blow broke Twitter by... Sending out a picture of pee in a jar and saying that's how he got the witness done on time. <laughs> I missed that. Twitter basically like broke for a night with every like video game journalist type person, like developer chiming in on the pee. <laughs> Manners, do you play anything this past week? Uh Note? yeah. So I played um a game called Pony Island a whole oh, bunch. Gosh. And that game is pretty dope. You should go play that. That's a fun little puzzle game. What Perfect is things. Pony Island? Uh, my sarcasm what? detection unit is in the shop. Yeah, you should go buy that game. That game seems like it is going to be fucking dope. I need to put more time into it. Some of So it is presented as a game, uh, like an old arcade game, where... You have a pony and you're jumping over like little hurdles and avoiding demons. And that's how it's presented. And shit goes off the rails pretty fast. And uh, like we were just talking about with a witness, um, you are encouraged to go break rules and you do so a whole bunch. Uh, If any of you ended up playing the game whose name I completely forget that I got at least John to play. I love it. Magic Circle. Oh, if you no, played Magic Circle, it's very similar to that okay. in the style of like you're breaking parts of the game to like explore. It's self-aware. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have gotten decently far in that game, and I've seen some really interesting stuff. So I really want to beat it because I have no idea where it's going or like what it's really about. So it's a game within a game where you, as part of the game, use the code to break the game in the game. Yes. Okay. Yes. There's lots of puzzle solving. There's some like endless runner weird platforming stuff that goes on. Uh, yeah. You got to get the pony off the island. There's a desktop simulator at one point. <laughs> oh, we love those. And it's really good. It's on really Steam, good. it's uh, overwhelmingly positive yeah. reviews. I'm impressed. Um, other stuff I've been playing, though, because we want to do this fast, right? Uh, yep. I've been playing Bloodborne yes. um, because Zach told <laughs> me to. One of us. One of us. And I really enjoy that I game. get back to that. But fuck, that's hard. That's oh, so good. Uh, and then the other thing I've been playing is this new game that came out that's called The Witness. Oh, really? Yeah. It's that game Wait, I want to play. We're yeah. done talking about Bloodborne? I'm, I'm not ready for that. Wait, you've been playing that? And also, that was pee, not apple juice? I really thought it was like an apple juice joke. 
No. Okay. Jonathan Blow is just really into apple juice. Fuck. You've been playing it? Yeah. On what? PC. Okay. The only real 3DS way to play. It's a good way to play. Actually, it would probably be pretty good on 3DS. Unless you want to play a WB game, then basically those don't exist on PC. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if you were playing it on uh, the PlayStation 4. It's supposedly coming out to iOS, and I think it's a game I might wait to play on Iowa on my iPad. Uh, I would say depending on how new of an iPad you have, probably, because it seems like a game that could look really pretty if you yeah. put a PC behind it. Yeah, it, it really does. Like, I, I really wish I was getting VR because this is, like, the type of game I'd want to play in that just because it's so pretty. Does it have VR support? Let me find out. According to its uh, store page, no. Okay. But that is possible. So have you done much in it or just launched it? I'm, like, half an hour in. Okay, so you're solving, like, tutorial puzzles? Yeah, yeah. So I've done... I've solved 23 puzzles so far. Out of? Sounds like a lot of puzzles. I have no idea, John. I don't think anyone does. That was just, like, the (laughs) menu to, like, open the game. It's a puzzle to figure out how many puzzles are (laughs) in the game. How to start a game. (laughs) Yep. It said, like, 650 puzzles or something? Wow. I don't... So I've already found one where I looked at it and went, oh, fuck no. So the first puzzle, was it P? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to answer the question to start the game. <laughs> you do that. Are you yeah, puzzling right now? <laughs> we lost Nanners. Brady, yeah, what have you we, played the past week? <laughs> uh, well, the game that Nanners mentioned all too briefly. Bloodborne? Yeah. So much Bloodborne. God, that game is good. Yeah. Is that a game you wish you could go back and add? Or did you put that on your list? I don't remember. It, it, it was on my list. Now I feel like it should have been higher. I think it was like number seven-ish. Is that one you would have fought for to put on our group list? I, I think so. Like, Because I probably would have helped you with that battle because yeah. from what I played I enjoyed but it took some time to get into hell. but after that like man I just fell into that rabbit hole and like got really lost in it. it it's it's rare for a game to like grab me that hard like honestly the last thing I remember being into this much was EverQuest and I know it sounds oh. stupid wow but just like this giant world where everything can kill me. You're dating us, Brady. Now no, everyone knows how old we are. <laughs> but like, you know, you can get lost exploring and then you die and then you try to go on a corpse run. And like, mm-hmm. I haven't felt that same sense of awe in a game you know, since then. I remember watching videos for that game and wondering how anyone could navigate those areas because to me it all looked the same when you're just watching and then playing that game. I'm like, this is how you navigate it. You run through it 80 billion times. Yeah, uh, some of the like the fucking forest area is just ridiculous and complicated. Like I still could not find my way through there if I tried right now, even though I'm past it. Like I, I, it's just really complex and annoying. But also, I love it. 
Do you think it, you're going to go for the DLC when you finish? I, I think so. Because I've heard that that is harder than anything that was in that game on like the hardest level. Well, it helps that, that Zach has already gone through the main game and he's kind of like my cheerleader. He's always like, so what are you doing in Bloodborne now? And I'm like, well, this <laughs> boss is a real dick. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that guy, he sucks. And then we talk about it and I get really excited and you know, want to go back and beat that boss. I left that game skipping the first boss, finding the second boss, then being told I missed the first boss, then finding the first boss. So now I have two bosses I need to beat. <laughs> so Cleric Beast and Father Gascon or whatever his name is. Yep, yeah. I found Father first. And then Zach was just like, you skipped something. I was like, what? He's like, you should go across that bridge. I was like, all right. Oh, fuck. Thanks. Yeah, yeah father I, whatever is like the first mandatory boss, but yeah. like there's an early lamp at the cleric beast, so it's probably worth fighting he, him. He also unlocks the uh, Kirk hammer. Yes, and that, that weapon is awesome. So I've heard a lot about that weapon. So you get that weapon pretty early on then? Yeah. After you beat the first boss you can possibly get to it unlocks the ability to buy that weapon yep. uh, okay but yeah that, that game is just so good um i think i'm on like the eighth boss or something like that like i'm pretty far into it and i'm trying to do all the cool stuff where like you find an npc and you get him back to somewhere or like the random side quest things the and all of that stuff yeah <laughs> All well, of that's really interesting. Well, not all of the crow stuff. Yeah. Because you told so, me about that. Yeah, there's this NPC that has this quest line. I missed the first thing. I found them at the, the next available spot. I talked to them. I did the quest. It was really cool. They're basically a hunter of hunters. So hunters that get lost in the bloodlust, like she goes and kills. Um, and there's a quest line for her. But Oh, uh, I found her. I fell down a hole randomly, and then it led me to her. There you go. <laughs> yep. But uh, after I found her and did the first of her line of quests, I set my controller down on the couch, which hit the R2 button, which is the charge-up strong attack, <laughs> and I attacked her. And uh, I could not find a way to de-aggro her. So eventually just fought her. Like I tried dying, I tried reloading the game, I tried so many things, and I was like, all right, screw it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill her. And I did, and then I was able to buy a new like armor set, but I couldn't complete the rest of her quest. Oops. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting because like, talking to other people about the game, like everybody's playthrough is different. Like they might hit a boss at a different time or like... Yeah there's like one enemy that like when they kill you, they transport you to like this really freaking difficult area. And I spent so much time in that area that like I leveled up a whole bunch and stuff like that. But like, apparently you're supposed to like leave that almost instantly and go back to the starter area. <laughs> and I didn't do that for a while. Oops. Yeah. But it helped with bosses. Cause Zach's like, Oh my God, how did you beat that boss on your first try? And it's probably cause I'm level 70 and I should have shot, like fought that boss when I was like twenty. But yeah, the game's good. It, it yes. kind of justifies a PS4 for me at the moment. 
like that in Uncharted games and I guess a little Destiny. Like, all right, I don't feel as bad owning a console. Now that my December crunch for trying to play as many games as possible is done, we should play some Destiny. I would jump back to that. It's been a while since I played, actually. The game is kind of good. You, you guys go play it on PlayStation. I'll, I'll just... I'll do the Xbox one, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I have to that's, pull... <laughs> that's all right. I'll, I'll play with Corey. I'll buy it for the Zach Wii U. Scott, play with someone else there. John's got to put in both, both camps there. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, games on the PC um, that both genders love. Uh, <laughs> Galaxy, I, I was playing a little more of. I had to use a trainer for the one level. Ooh. I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> I regret absolutely nothing. Because level 3-5, fuck you. So hard. Like, I got so tired of, like, completing that level to perfection except for the very last part and then dying. And I did that probably, like, 20 times. And then I was like, all right, God mode time. <laughs> and I beat that level and I turned it off and I kept playing the game. All right. So it's really good, but man, that level was really frustrating. Uh, beyond that, um, don't have if, little... you're, if you're playing that, don't get Darkest Dungeon. Wait till you're done with Galaxy and like, get Darkest Dungeon. I saw people playing that, and I'm playing like Bloodborne and Galaxy, like a bunch of other games that are brutal. Even Darkest in the Blind Darkest Forest. Dungeon is basically a combination of Bloodborne and Galaxy. <laughs> You get that art style, and then... No, and like Ori and the Blind Forest, I feel like that almost looks like it's going to be a casual game. Nope. It is brutal. Yeah. And it ramps up quick. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like getting your face smashed in, and like you don't know how to platform game anymore. Yep. (laughs) And uh, so like I'm almost looking for like a Care Bear-like game, and then I saw everybody playing Darkest Dungeon. And looked into it, and I was like, "No, fuck that! I'm not touching that for months at the least." You could, uh, you could try one of those desktop simulators I'm hearing about that just walk you right through a story. If you want to play, uh, oh, I was gonna say that. or something like that. Yeah. Do you just want? Do you just want a story? Yeah, we have plenty of stories. You could, could read, you a, read story. a book too, but I mean, wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, I'll see myself out. All right, but uh, so. I also got into a mobile game recently, which makes me feel a little dirty. Yeah. Well, some mobile games are all right. So, uh, Soda Dungeon. You're losing me? <laughs> it's yeah. really good. Imagine you're a kid and you don't know about alcohol yet, and taverns are cool, and they serve soda. And then you just you know, make a party and go on dungeon runs because soda. Okay, I'm on board. Sure. It reminds me a little bit of uh, Knights of Pen and Paper. That was a fun right. game. I liked that game. It, it's, it's similar. It's a it's a free game, and okay. I have not seen any reason to spend money in it yet, and I'm probably like seven hours in. Okay. Uh, they do show you ads every now and then, but it's like super easy to set down your phone for 15 seconds and then come back to it. But it is, it is really good. It's been a while since I got that into a, a mobile game. Cool. Was the mobile game again? Soda Dungeon. Soda Dungeon. Okay. Yeah. 
I assume it's on iOS as well, but I'm playing on Android. I assume I, they get all the sloppy seconds. I kind of wanted to pick up that Rick and Morty game. That game is good, but hard. Yeah, I grabbed that too, but I, I didn't spend very long with it. Is that a free game? or mm-hmm. It's so free. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so it's one of those? Yeah, like, so you go into it's these, like, free. dimensions, and you have to kind of, like, fight your way out, and you have your five Mortys that you can bring with you. But I haven't found a way to, like, leave the dimension and come back to, like, heal up or anything. Mm-hmm. So it kind of seems like really brutal at first. And I don't know, like, I'm not much of a, a Pokemon player or something. I don't I know. I think if this you is just like... described Darkest Dungeon, not Pokemon. <laughs> that's, that's well, you go into a dimension and can't find your way out. Yeah, that like, sounds you... like what you do in Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> you have to kind of beat the Rick and his Mortys there, mm. but also a bunch of other crap. And by the time you get to him, you're like, you know, half dead and stuff like that. I. It's I'm sure really what you different. need are, are healing items that you probably could very easily purchase with real-world money. With fun bucks? Fun bucks, yeah. <laughs> with yeah, schmeckles? I, schmeckles. I, I noticed the same thing. I, I didn't play very long, but it seemed to just dump you right back into a, a, a dimension with no way to get back and heal and nowhere in the dimension to heal. So you're just kind of... Yeah, it was still funny and amusing, and oh, I yeah. liked it, but uh, I don't know if I was missing something or if that's the intention to, like... Make it brutal so you you spend real money. Mm. Can I pay for a Mr. Meeseeks to get me through all the problem? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you can pay for uh, Blitz and Chits coins or whatever. Mm. Oh, man. And then you get other Mortys and items. I'm sure there's other ways to spend your real money on there, too. But mm. Just send a check right to Adult Swim. <laughs> Well, if this means more Rick and Morty, like I will gladly spend money on the game. Sure, yeah. I don't know if they're at all related. <laughs> like if like, this is just going into some like you know shitty mobile game company's uh, pockets. I'm pretty sure that's not how licensing deals work. <laughs> Hopefully not. But I mean, they're they're two different parts of the company. Their yeah. budgets don't overlap. Maybe like, hey, look at all the people that stupidly spent money on this. Let's make more episodes. Then we can make more adventures that we can make more Mortys with. Yeah, they'll or we could just not make the show and just make more Mortys. (laughs) Screw it. Let's just print money. Yeah, let's. Yep, absolutely. Aaron, what games did you play this week? (laughs) I'm glad you asked. No, um. Um, we were snowed in over the weekend, so uh, made uh, a lot of progress slash finished a, a couple of games getting uh, Kitty to play them. Um, we played through and finished Shovel Knight uh, on the Wii U doing the two-player uh, mode that they added when you scan an amiibo into it, uh, which was all kinds of fun uh, and also extremely uh, frustrating at many points because your, your <laughs> Shovel Knights of fun. <laughs> your Shovel Knights will uh, bounce off of each other. Uh, so this is either good or very bad as you're trying to get through jumping puzzles and, and platforming. So uh, is it like, uh, what was the Mario for the Wii and Wii U where you Super can Mario have Brothers? four? Yeah. Yes, and it's just a giant nightmare of yeah, it, only people it's, running. It's only two Shovel Knights, but yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Okay. So it can either go right. really well or really badly. Um, but it was a lot of fun. So and, you- uh so you need to use coordination, which doesn't happen, which leads to fun. Well, uh, yeah. Um, 
when coordination doesn't work out, then one of you just kills themselves so the other person can get through the, the difficult area and then uh, you can come back to life uh, if you're the, the dead player. Um, doing so takes half the life of the living player, so you split life that way. So it's still kind of a, you want to coordinate, but... So you I'm, can, like, Contra-style steal life from kinda, the yeah. other player. Yeah. Oh, is that it, Contra? It, that, well, Contra... Was it Contra? You, you, Some are... There are arcade games where you could steal... Arcade-like games where yep. you could steal lives from... Yeah, it, yeah exactly. Um, anyway, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I got her to finish Broken Age, which she liked. Uh, this being, I guess, the third time I've played through, or, or at least born witness to the entire game. Um, yeah, it, that, that second half is, is still kind of rough, and... Those puzzles are a little out there, but still a good game overall. Um, I know I kind of uh, groaned at the mention of a mobile game earlier, but I just remembered I did download Final Fantasy Record Keeper, if you're familiar what? with that one. What? Yeah. What is that? Final Fantasy Record Keeper is a... Is this going to be like uh, that Nintendo bubble game you play? No. Just get coins. No. Coins. Real dollars. Bubble game. <laughs> No, uh, game, you mean? trophy. The, the badge, the badge, badge. badge is what she's, what she's referring to. No, um, Final Fantasy Record Keeper uh, is pretty much a, a very watered down um, Final Fantasy like classic RPG game. Uh, the story of it is that you're this little uh, guy basically works in like a, a library that keeps records of all these fantastic legends and stories and whatnot, which are of course all of the other Final Fantasy games. Um, and something happens, uh, all the uh, uh, records are getting lost, and you have to go through each one to uh, uh, free the, uh, the, I guess, the, the characters and the, and the stories out of them. Uh, so basically, you're playing through this. It's, uh, a, it's set up like a classic RPG game uh, where you've got a party on the right side, and you know monsters come up on the left side, you choose attack, you choose your, your special uh, moves and whatnot. But as you play through the game, you're unlocking characters from all of the Final Fantasy games to join your party. So uh, within the first couple of levels, I had Cloud in my party from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, eventually picked up Kane from, uh, that's four. Um, and then I think I also just got Waka from ten. And they're all represented in uh, little sprite graphics, just like kind of uh, Super Nintendo era uh, Final Fantasy games were. So it, it's neat. Um, it's not... I was going to say it's not terribly well fleshed out. Uh, everything kind of has like an upgrade system to it, like everything. Uh, all of your armor, all of your weapons, all of your moves, uh, magic. Uh, it's kind of a little overwhelming. So, uh, I don't know. Gameplay-wise, though, you're, you're pretty much just smashing, you know, attack or defend or, or hitting your, your special uh, special moves. Uh, it's not bad, but uh, I don't know. It, it's kind of a, an odd... Um, an, an odd entry <laughs> into Final Fantasy. So is he the record keeper that we can blame for starting the series as Final Fantasy and then just adding <laughs> numbers to the end of it? That's it. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Let's just blame this. Um, he wrote Fantasy and then Final Fantasy and then realized he wrote himself into a corner. Well, he was just... Uh, he's just the record keeper, so I don't know. He's only keeping these records. Somebody else, I guess, technically wrote them and called them all Final Fantasy with a with a number, because that makes sense. Um, so basically, he like Paper Marioed them all together. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I don't know. It's a free download, so try it out. 
It's are there paywalls? Um, there aren't paywalls, but. <laughs> It does work on a system where, uh, as you're going through, you know, the, each level of uh, every like records dungeon, uh, that takes a certain amount of uh, quote unquote stamina to go into a dungeon, um, and your stamina builds up every couple of minutes. So if you're like just hammering through dungeons, eventually you're going to be at a point where you can't go into a dungeon until your uh, stamina builds back up, or you can pay real money to buy yourself some stamina so you can keep playing the game. Uh, or you have, can watch a summon, which uh-huh. is an advertisement. <laughs> oh God! You yeah. can have that one for free, Square. <laughs> oh. uh, Let's yeah. summon the ad. Yeah, the ad. Oh, Knights of, okay. <laughs> of the Round. Knights of the Round. The only other thing I've been playing when I have time to is uh, I, I got Pokemon um, Omega Ruby. Uh, and Kitty got uh, Alpha Sapphire. So I've just been cranking through that. And I only bring that up because the 20th anniversary is coming up uh, this month. They're going to re-release um, Red, Blue, and Yellow, the original Game Boy games, on the eShop. And they're doing a cross-promotion with uh, releasing uh, mythical po- Pokemon that you can download into your games if you got uh, X and Y or um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Uh, the first of which you'll have to actually go to GameStop and get a code for which means you will have to get harassed to pre-order something in order to get that code. But it is for a for a Mew, for a legit Mew, so possibly kind of worth it. And that's it. What that's... if I have the original red and blue and yellow cartridges in the other room? What does that get me? Um, a uh, bunch of plastic with dead batteries in it. it there, there's that. Uh, also, uh, that I think that dates yourself, too. <laughs> About seventy-five cents at GameStop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Yep, I've got Be- missing number on those fuckers. Nice, it's got to be worth something. Beatles Adventure Racing. They were yeah. uh, so apparently the the ports that are coming out uh, on the eShop are direct ports. So like all the glitches are still in there. You can still do all that stuff. Um, the only thing that didn't uh, make it, or or at least uh, I'm not sure how it's going to be handled, uh, is if you're trying to duplicate uh, Pokemon during trades. So you can still trade. They've they made it work with the uh, 3DS's wireless communication system, uh, but you can only do it locally. And I don't know how you would effectively cut the trade midway to duplicate the the Pokemon. Can't you flip um, the Wi-Fi switch on some? Uh, you have I a think little th- Faraday cage that you just drop it in. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I have a business idea. <laughs> Maybe uh, you could just uh, sweet Pokemon s- life hacks. Start the trade, and then as soon as you, you you think you've got it, just start running in opposite directions. <laughs> Get out of range. I don't know. Anyway, there you go. That's that's all I've been playing. No, I thought the 3DS legit had a Wi-Fi switch somewhere on the outside. Uh, was that the? I, I remember the DS did. Um, did the the, the the first one I have the 3DS? 3DSs, yeah, yeah. yeah, the the first ones. Aaron's very first. 3D, you know. That was, that was, you got the second one, actually. Oh, god damn it. Deb's got my first one. Sorry. I thought I I could sell it on eBay for more money. Yep. (laughs) Theirs has the third one. And then Kitty's got the fourth. There was an internet button on that one. Mm -hmm. Whatever one that happened to be. Yeah. The, uh, I'm only up to number two. (laughs) So. The new ones you can still shut it off, but you have to go through the uh, system menu to do it, which means you would have to drop out of the game. Anyway, okay, so there. I think one of them has the 
the button where the power switch used to be. So, like, I keep oh. trying to flip the power switch and it's mm-hmm. not. Yep. Yep. I know what you're talking about because I have done that with whatever iteration that is. I've yeah. done that in the past. First mm. 3DS. Yeah, that was yeah. the first 3DS. Yeah. Because yeah. I had the first yeah. 3DS and then I got the XL and I stopped there. Yep. No, Aaron, you can't say yup. <laughs> you have like 12. Or you, you just kept going. Going. I only I only personally have one. <laughs> it is a new 3DS XL. How many did you purchase? I, I new. At least five. Is this, is this an intervention? Six. This is an I intervention. Just, yeah. <laughs> this is not a podcast. This I'm pretty sure it's thing. five. They were all necessary. So does anyone have any news? I feel like I heard something. <laughs> From this guy on the corner. Yeah. <laughs> they announced oh. DLC for Battlefront because people oh, yeah. are still playing that game. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> like people those two are guys talking. are really hoping. Yep. Uh, uh, followers, companions in Witcher 3 on PC, thanks to mods. You guys see that? It's kind of cool. No. Like Skyrim style, like companions. And you could also play as. Can like, I marry a, them? <laughs> um, there's probably a sex mod for that. But also, uh, you can play as other characters. So, like, if you wanted to play as Triss, you could. But like, all the dialogue is still Geralt. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sounds like fun. That sounds like it could cause all kinds yeah, of nightmare fuel. Like mods are for, cool. I can think of a lot of situations that would. Yep. <laughs> All right. That was the most newsworthy article I've seen <laughs> in the last several weeks. Yeah, I don't think I've seen much. I mean, a lot of celebrities died. They announced that they were going to remake Labyrinth, but apparently that was It a has hoax. been a really fucked up few weeks for like awesome celebrities. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like late 60s to early 70s. Yep. That X Files revival came out. I guess started to come out. That first episode happened already. Yeah, it was disappointing for people who liked Uh, that sort of thing. I saw something that they're projecting to break some sort of record with initial viewers and stuff, and and I didn't. I didn't watch it. You didn't want to participate in that. (laughs) No, I'll watch it when I'm ready. It's too rich for my blood. I'll download it later. (laughs) Anything interesting? Triple H is champion. Peyton Manning is going to the Super Bowl, and the X Files are on TV. Yep. What year is it? Nineteen ninety-seven. All right. <laughs> and and Trump's going to be president and like make Trumplandia the casino. Oh. <sighs> it's Back to the Future Two all over again, man. This concludes so- <laughs> our January twenty-sixth, nineteen ninety-seven podcast. <laughs> Politics. <laughs> all right. I guess we're done. Yes. <laughs> We're Bottle Fuchsia. You can find us at bottlefuchsia.com. You should subscribe to this podcast so you get it every two weeks when it comes out promptly. Nanners is shaking his hand every two ish weeks. We'll go with that. Yeah. Two ish. That's a sufficient. Two ish. Yeah. That's a consistent release schedule. Ish is good. Yeah, we ish. put ish on the end. You can't blame us for missing yeah. it. No. That's, the ish was there. We'll do something. And maybe you'll find videos instead of podcasts. That's us 
but playing games. Not safe for life. Not talking about them. Just we'll that for the that. podcast. Yeah. We'll be talking about the games that we're playing. Or pee. <laughs> Sometimes or urine juice. comes up. Pooping. Whatever. Once in a while it's apple juice that comes up. We're out. adults. Sometimes it's, it's white wine. You never, <laughs> you never know what's in the oh, jug. Low alcohol content. Do we look like wine people? No. Sometimes no. wine happens. No. Not like you know, if there are no other options, white wine's good for cooking. No, make a that's good chicken incorrect. Sometimes mm. certain things. No, yeah. make a butter white wine sauce. If you put wine on any food, I can taste it, and it makes me sad instantly because that's In all general. I can taste is wine. Wow. So even red wine. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if my palate just hates wine, but like. If my wife makes something and wine is involved, I will eat it and just like, yep, wine. Make you some whiskey chicken. Sure. That sounds all right. Have some of that? I don't know if that exists, but it's probably a thing. I could probably go with that up right now. I have both things needed. Yeah, like I have those two things. (laughs) Find hot whiskey chicken videos at (laughs) bottledfuchsia.com, youtube.com slash bottledfuchsia. We'll stream out. Occasionally at twitch.tv slash bottled fuchsia. Maybe get some live shows going. We'll see where this year goes. We would nice like to scene. become more consistent with all of these things, and that just means more content for all of you. Woo! Catch you no later. Time for that. Just cut the power to the house. <laughs> just shut off the breaker. <laughs> Catch you later, everyone. I didn't record anything. <laughs> God.